Welcome to Pretty Funny Business, the playground brand we were forced to create in order to corral our founders' nonsensical ideas and general tomfoolery. From the founders of, but not generally endorsed by, Emmy Collective. From this podcast, you can expect off-the-cuff banter on feminism, funny business, and, well, not-so-funny business. Join us out of curiosity, stay for the hot takes and dad jokes. See you soon. And we're live. Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome to Pretty Funny Business, the podcast. I'm Sydney. Hi, Sydney. (laughs) Every time, it's like you don't know what you're supposed to do right here. This is Lauren. All right. We are pretty funny. Sometimes business. All right. We've got a pretty good episode here, I think, in that we just pulled together an agenda in the last... You know, we don't have time. I don't know where people get this time to do everything. I don't either. I think it's because people are writing their podcast stuff for them and they're, you know, they have real money to spend on real editors and designers and producers. And Tim, sorry we don't pay you. Mm -hmm. Our editor. Um, Our editor didn't even edit the last one. So (laughs) he listened to the whole thing and said, flawless. No, no. (laughs) Uh, we um in the relatively short time that we've been working together have accrued a special language of sorts mostly just some weird terms that we've picked up and used with each other and we thought maybe we would just start building a little pretty funny business urban dictionary of sorts um to just fill you in on some of these terms we throw around in case they come up, or in case you think they're hilarious and you would like to adopt them for yourself. I'm going to start at the very beginning, which is PV. And it is slightly inappropriate. It's okay. This is an explicit podcast. Slightly not safe for work. Um, but we did not come up with this. I'm not sure who came up with it, but I will tell you that it has been um, promoted by my husband pretty significantly and i think that he got it from theo vaughn the he's a comedian now but he also was on road rules or real world um i could be wrong though but anyway let's say you do some googling let's say that this is where it came from so pv is short for um and more appropriate for the word pervert which is pronounced not pervert, but more like a real pervert, pervert. And the the reason that I'm starting with this one is because when you and I met in Siesta Key, it was one of the first things that came out of my mouth. And I had to be Wait, like, I don't know this person yet. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. They don't know that this is like a regular part of like my language or something that I, somebody that I'm comfortable with. She's going to be like, Wait a minute. Like, per- like pervert is not like a word that people use. So, so I had to be like, hi, I'm Lauren. I fuck uh, people perverts all the time. I don't really. <laughs> okay. Really, we say PV instead of 
pervert, pervert, because <laughs> it's got to be Theo because that's how he talks. But uh, it's more appropriate. He'd be like, oh, yeah, they're a real insert any word PV. So like if they like something or obsessed with something or like you have 200,000 you know, unread emails, are you an email PV? I'm an unread email PV. You are a Taylor Swift <laughs> PV. I'm yeah, a Disney World PV. Sure. So I don't remember what we were talking about, but I sat down. I had to be, I was like about to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a real, you know, uh, British crime drama pervert. And you would have been like, I'm not. Really <laughs> They're a creep. You know, it's all about being open-minded on that trip, and we made it through. You know? So, PV is something that, if you have not heard, maybe we will start to use more likely. Um, you will at least know what we're talking about now. We will, we, this is something I will. I do try to not say, like, yeah, with clients. Yeah, There's a fine line. I very rarely say the actual word. Pervert pervert like yeah. that taylor that said he's a taylor swift yeah pervert was, especially you're talking about a person Out loud. that's not good that's not good that's bad vibes so you're mm. bad oh, vibes taylor right PV. You're, ta you're taylor, taylor swift PV. pv yeah that's fine that's fine it's a good one it's a real good one and that's probably like the original like, started with what are these um, people the requirement talking about to develop an urban dictionary of our own so people yeah. can communicate with mm -hmm. that um okay i called myself oh i called myself a lego you did call yourself a lego pv a lego pv in a linkedin post no one oh said my god i forgot that was on linkedin <laughs> all right people of the world i said how did they know i i i said how did lego know that i was the lego pv of the house attention no lauren's LinkedIn everyone was audience. like oh yes she knows i'm sorry she knows yeah we all know i'm sorry that's it that's the full sentence i'm sorry I'm also sorry to my LinkedIn audience, but most of them are choosing to be there. And I have noticed those that have chosen to not be there any longer. So let's say that. You can't see when someone blocks you on LinkedIn, but you can feel it. Yep. <laughs> Just felt it right now. Another there, there goes another. All right. Uh, next word in the Pretty Funny Business Urban Dictionary is, I think, the one that probably necessitated this the most because it's the one we use the most, and that is PP work. Which PP work. we have talked about maybe, but on a different podcast. Um, but PP work has a fun origin story where someone else we know named Courtney Makara used it for... And used it as an abbreviation for paperwork, um, like written, just paperwork, but she just wrote PP work, which I had never seen anyone do before. Uh, when Lauren did it to me, this was between you, you and Courtney, she said PP work and you were like, wow, PP work. What does that mean? I said, that is, I said, PP work. Well, we were talking about paperwork, yeah. so I knew what it meant, but I was like, that's hilarious i am absolutely adopting it into my vocabulary but like apparently that was like a one and done thing for her 
Like she doesn't yeah, always call it PP like work. She just abbreviation, but said. we think it's hilarious. Yeah, the letter P. P. It's spelled PP work. Yeah. Um, we think it's hilarious because we hate paperwork, so it's like PP work because it's paperwork, but also it stinks like PP. <laughs> uh, so that we use that one together all the time. Can you do some PP work for me? I have some time for PP work. What do you need? I tried, or I have a day yeah, full of people work. work. Yeah. I tried to make an Airtable automate. We use Airtable as our CRM. Airtable sponsor us. Uh, I tried to make an Airtable automation that I had to turn off because we're using free Airtable. <laughs> ran too many times. Uh, that was a cowboy that did a PP work roundup every Friday. Yes, but WS we need to create. <laughs> did you or did you not do? all y'all pp work. work roundup and it had a cowboy emoji and it said hey y'all it's the pp work roundup here's all the sows to create <laughs> there was even some like conditional like logic that. of like if there is more than one to do then say here are the blank sows to create otherwise i know oh, i really bored. got into it i know it was this is because one of our clients, who shall not be named, was the slow on their right. PP work. We had to stop and... work. Stop the real work in the name of the PP work. So I did a lot of PP work for two days. I don't think V... I, v is definitely no. not our urban dictionary, but V means... Everyone knows that. You. That's just like a common... Yeah. That's the world's urban dictionary. I don't know. I learned that from the youth. So there may be people older than us, older than me. I'm much older than you, but older than me, even, you know, haven't learned. Um, But the other thing I want to say about PP work is that I then, so I know for a fact that this was in June of last year, of June of 2022, that the original PP work happened. And then I used it in a sentence with Courtney like a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, PP work? What's she that? She has no idea. The and I was like, what? No. I was like, hold, please. And I had had a screenshot that I sent to you about, about like the origination. And she's like, wow, I had no idea. I was like, I told you in that moment, I am adopting it with my vocabulary. We do not and take I did. things lightly. And it's here. Never in passing no. would we say that. If I think it's funny, it's mine. I said, that's fine. Like, I will take, I will, t- I will take it from you. I said, but you do need to take the um like the responsibility of of this so thank you courtney you might be why we're here right now thank you courtney thanks all right next one you got the next one no i closed the doc sorry but maybe you can save them and i'm happy to talk about it Uh, um shitty clients shitty clients man speaking of not signing your pv work So one thing, this is one of the things that we wrote down about, like, uh, what did we hate about working at a typical agency was that you didn't really get to choose your client work, like whatever PP work was signed, then upon you. given to you yeah. as a consultant. It was like, hey, this is your new client. Man, sometimes they are just Not shitty, good. bad. So we decided that we were not going to have these types of clients that's true and i mean so far so good we agreed to not have shitty clients period 
no shitty fine that's a coordinate but i think that the nature of how we are set up also kind of gives like all the consultants have first right of refusal on has to take a quiet you know we signed this do you want it and they can say no uh and when you work at an agency you definitely do not have that flexibility it is more what's up here's your client schedule a kickoff call by so no shitty client obviously everyone knows what a shitty client is that is self-explanatory but this is capital s capital c shitty clients it's a special what do you think makes the makes you know i do think in some respect everyone probably has their own definition of a shitty client there are probably some things that just really hate working on um but i would say in general a shitty client is micromanaging doesn't trust the work that you're doing or on the other side is like chronically unavailable gotta have somewhere in the middle What do you think? I'm just thinking, you know, obviously, if someone listening is the consultant or has been one, that this will be very clear to them. Like, they'll like, yeah. have the one. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking. Too. I would say, like, the one that I had that was not great was, like, just rude. Yeah. Just, like, mean. Like, why, why are we here, then? Do you want my help or not? Do you, you know? It was really, really strange. And then another one that I'm thinking of, it's not my client, but someone else's. It's just like, you know, waiting until the very last second on an urgent email and then, you know, not like not responding. Um, And then that person who has like said that they would take their time to respond to something urgent is now just waiting around, you know? If you are on the client side of things, please just remember that consultants humans are have humans. lives. <laughs> yeah, and my shittiest client is maybe not even their fault, but the stakeholders I ended up having to work primarily with were in India. So they always wanted to talk to me at like six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I just can't do that. Like, I that's not, that is not a time that I can. I was also really pregnant. I was like, this is not happening for me. I'm not taking a meeting with you at six o'clock in the morning. Um, and that was shitty. And I mean, I couldn't say no. Like, we'd already agreed to do this work, and I was their consultant. So that was that. Oh, no man. No That sucks. No bueno. Just say no. Just say no. All right. So, no shitty client. Um, manifesting. I think people know what manifesting is, but. For a pretty funny business, when we started things, we did manifest a lot of things on post-it notes, as Andy have heard. And man, you better be careful what you wish for. Because I feel like we have disrupted some lives. That's true. We may have broken up some relationships. The moon was in its orbit and oh my gosh, Mercury Sunk in its orbit. I love it. <laughs> Kristen, we need Kristen Malkovich. Maybe that's our next podcast. She is super mm-hmm. into astrology. I don't understand it. I don't have room in my brain for it, but I'm very interested. Yeah. Tell me more about the moon's orbit. <laughs> Tell me about the moon's orbit around Mercury 
in the sun. But there have been some days where I'm like, whoa, can whatever is happening, like calm down. down? Yeah. Specifically, there's a lot of people who are lucky for us interested in consulting with us, but the PP work is slow, man. Compliance is slow, but the consultant bench is deep. So (laughs) you need help. You have a shockingly good bench of consultants. You would be flabbergasted by the people that would work with us. But be fast on your PP work. All right, let's do one more. Then we'll move on. Body doubling. Body doubling is what Lauren and I have to do with each other sometimes to get through our PP work or other things we don't want to do, which is when we sit on the phone with each other and force each other to work. <laughs> I really need Lauren to do something. Then we will just schedule time for body doubling. Say, Lauren, use this time to go through all the SFWs in your table and tell me which ones have been signed. That's body doubling. That one was that time was was um particularly interesting because I have um some travel coming up that's gonna take me out of the office for almost an entire month. And you were really worried because you <laughs> thought it was starting and I had not like even acknowledged it. <laughs> and it was like a Friday afternoon and you're like, Can you please just like make sure our table's updated before you go? Because I guess this is not that trip. I will be back. I I thought you were going to be back, but I thought you were going to be back for like three days and then you were gone again. And I thought perhaps in that narrow window of time, you would not be 100% engaged. So maybe I need to catch you before it started. You know, it is a crapshoot, really. Um, Between health issues and PP work Mm -hmm. and mental load. You know, Tim and Um, I started using PP work for life stuff too. (laughs) I have some problem PP work I have to do. Like, Gotta go build and like the nanny research and the just, it's just a lot. Gotta go respond to some candidates. It's a lot. Yikes. Yikes. Um, I was gonna say something else about the body doubling though, but good, I think. Oh, you know what I was gonna say is uh, there's a concept for this. Body doubling has been helpful to just like, you know, be focused because I can't really get distracted because I know you're there like kind of just as an accountability friend. Oh, There's geez. a trigger word. Um, next time it'll be trigger words and not urban no, dictionary <laughs> where we just say a word and pass out. Um, <laughs> um, but something about like part being able to prioritize what you're doing based on like if it's holding anything else back from happening or holding anyone else back like if I have things to do all day um and like one might be easy if so of course like I'm gonna work on that one but there's one I sh- if I get that done then it'll allow like someone else to get their job done that's been helpful in prioritizing because otherwise you know, I feel like it's always like, eat that frog in the morning. And I'm like, I don't think I want to do that. Eat that frog. Isn't that the same? Like, eat a frog. Hopefully I'm not making this up because that's embarrassing. But like, if 
I don't. Why is this a saying? I have it's no not idea. A I've never heard of this before in my life. Are you talking about early no, bird gets the worm? You know, it's probably related to that because why else is there a frog? Eat the elephant. How do you eat an elephant? Oh, like one bite at a time. Eat the frog first. Yes, this is the thing. Okay, okay, okay. What is eat the frog? A dead simple system for productivity minimalist. If it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it the first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. Why are we eating frogs? Identify the frog first, which is your hardest and most important task for the day. Just one. And then you eat it. Do your most important task first thing in the morning. Don't give yourself the chance to put it off for later. And then repeat every day. You'll be amazed how quickly small steps taken can add up to why are we eating a frog? Productivity consultant Brian. Well, I have to imagine it's Brian, but this article says brain. Brain Tracy (laughs) named the eat the frog method after a vivid piece of advice from Mark Twain. Okay, well. And then it goes on and on about like one task. Are you insane? I have dozens of things to say. I don't care about the test. I want to know why it's a frog yeah. that we are eating. Um, That's what I care most about. Fair. Fair. agree. All right. Well, let us know in the comments. Why do you think it's a frog? I don't think we have comments. <laughs> Maybe this time we will. <laughs> Still got those Anne Handley books. <laughs> That's interesting. One person, if they're listening, will know who they are, did text and say yes. if they could have that one. Was but not that is not. You need to email yeah, instructions to get a copy of Anne Handley's newest book or to email lauren at emico.com with the subject line, PFB loves Anne Handley. You get a book. There's still time. But I need your, and, and I yes, need your address. Put your address in there and then we'll send you the book. It's a free book. I have to pay for shipping. Me. You'll get it for free. Okay. Well, let's move on. Just $6.99 to type (laughs) up your credit card information. Send it right over to Lauren at emico.com. I will need your CVV number. Include your social security number also. That would be very helpful. Just kidding. Don't do do this. Lauren's husband did this and got their identity stolen because he wanted a free. Yeti from Dick's Sporting Goods, and that was not a thing. That was a scam. <laughs> six ninety nine shipping. He gave you the Yeti, but the six ninety nine shipping is really going to send us over the edge. So, put your credit card in here. Well, someone got free all Yeti from that. So, see, <laughs> see the Yeti PV. How else would you do that? All right. You were talking about non-competes? So we're bringing this up because it feels like people are getting laid off, but they're still having to operate within a non-abide by their non-competes. Yeah. In these uncertain times. This is bananas. You want to tout flexibility. And then be like, but just kidding, like, you're still going to have to wear these golden handcuffs for the next 12 yeah. months. If you decided that they can't work there anymore, then 
I think it's up to them where they go next. So non-competes, I think, are are interesting in general. I I thought we decided that non-competes are basically not enforceable. Well, some some states are completely legal. Like California is completely legal. I know that in general, Europe, it seems, has better employee protections. I'm not sure how that works. Um, they are legal in Ohio, which is where I live. Uh, and I think, you know, like, whether or not they're enforceable still, like, scares right. a person. It's a tone on the way out. Why? Of like, you can't work here anymore. Here's some measly severance. Also, you can't work for any of our competitors either. We don't want you, but they can't want you either. But what if, I mean, if you're choosing to leave somewhere, still, like, you you should have better, do better. So, and I, you know, when we were coming up with, right, right. When we were coming, well, and I think it it's the, I forget who, um, I, I want to look up the FTC. I think it's the FTC that's trying to regulate whether or not they're illegal at all. And people are like, wait a minute, is the FTC the group that can decide whether or not non-competes are illegal? Um, so we shall see unless this has been decided and we're late on it, but when I was coming up with even like your employment contract, you know, I think it comes from a place yeah. of fear, obviously, that like someone is going to take something from you or like suddenly, especially with like right. consulting, you build really close relationships that the company, you know, the pe- the clients aren't necessarily loyal to like your company brand or loyal to the people that they're working with. And so it's like, well, of course, like if Sydney were to leave, why wouldn't all of our clients just right. go work with her? Um, and so it's scary. And I think like from, a, you know, a small business owner and then from your point of view, I can't remember what was originally in there. It was like, for yeah, a year, I think it was not. You couldn't work for a client Yeah, it was not just that I couldn't like take the clients. It was that I also could not go work with, go work for a client. Like a, current, a client could not hire me full time. Um. I think it was for a year, but it wasn't just clients I worked with. It was any client of Emmy mm-hmm. or that Emmy had done business with in the last 12 months. And I was like, yeah. no. So I think <laughs> it ended up being like, you can't, you know, basically like take over the yeah. contract or something like that, like in that moment. But also my husband was like, you know what, Lauren? If Sydney does something like that, then you must deserve it. And I'm on her side. <laughs> like, if you're, like, we're not putting a non compete in here, like yeah. a true one. Like, she, I, I, I didn't want a non compete. They weren't non competes. It was more of a non solicit. Yeah. Like, please don't, like, please don't leave here and then also take all the business. Yeah. Like, that would be rude. And Mike's like, yeah, that would be incredibly rude, but I don't see her doing that. And if she did, like, there must be a reason. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do that she felt the need to leave and take all of your clients with her? That would be really shitty. Sounds like a lot of work. I'm not interested. 
trying to Jerry Maguire this. This is too much. It is kind of a lot. Lots of pee pee work over here. You would talk about pee pee work on pee pee work. I'm a pee pee work PV, (laughs) y'all. Here we go. Anyway, so we're canceling them. No non competes 2023. Get rid of them. You know what? Just. And maybe just hire people that aren't going to. You know, I think the thing is. Solicit. Treat your employees well and they. And they will leave. Or can leave with respect, you know? And if you lay them off, like, I'm sorry, that's on you. Yeah, that was your fault. You fucked up here. (laughs) They can go do whatever they want. Yeah. Homies. It's tough. It's tough out there, you know? It's a tough job market. It's tough. So let's just make it less tough. No non-competes 2023. I mean, you know, I was talking with... um, with um travis scott i think his company's name is yeah, yeah. digital he's a hubspot consultant on the west coast he's like he's gotta come from an abundance mindset there is enough work for yeah. everyone are we spending all this time and energy on like you can't go work for someone else well guess what i don't want to work for someone else i don't even want to work for myself <laughs> i want less work my friend I'm not taking none of your stuff. But on top of that, there is enough yeah. for anybody. Everybody. If only they would get their PB work done. No faster. one wants to create more PB work for themselves. You know what a lawsuit is? The most PP work. Lawyers are just professional PPers. <laughs> what? Yeah, PP. Just doing PP work on peers. PBers, PB workers. No, I like better. The best. That was on purpose. (laughs) Pretty funny business on the streets. Oh man! All right. Well, um, Carrie Picklesheimer. She. Um, is very smart. She posts a lot of things about reporting and attribution on LinkedIn. You can follow her for that good content. We um love promoting other people's yeah. content because we are not creating. I'm not a content engine, so it's just hard. Good for mm-hmm. everyone else. Good job, Carrie. What is your least favorite word in marketing? She says, "I'll go first. So, PFB on the streets for $1. How do you feel about the word credit? Mm. Slippery. Credit can be good. Credit can be Slippery. That's mostly something to think fight about. Over, you know? I just, yes. Abundance exactly. mindset. Isn't there enough credit to go around? Why do we have to be squabbling over MQLs? Let's not. It's because you know who did this to us? It was like 12 years ago, serious decisions said that marketing should be producing revenue, 40% of the pipeline. And so ever since then, we've been doing backwards math on how many MQLs we should be producing. I mean, what a multi-billion dollar um, MarTech industry serious decisions created by saying that because how many tools have been created to attempt to solve this problem poorly? 
I would like to find that person. Beckham. I mean, I was at a large enterprise that had very few clients, but very large clients. And we did some backwards math on 40% of pipeline for marketing. You can make anything look like anything if you need it to. Sydney, we were supposed to create like 1,400 MQLs. I'm like, I don't even think... I can create 1,400 MQLs. You can do do whatever you want to make 1,400 MQLs. Every new baby born in the next two months is going to be an MQL. That's the qualifier. Hello, baby. One day you'll be old enough to buy new LED light bulbs and they burn out. We will be nurturing you until then. To get your Gerber life insurance plan. That's how. That's your attribution source. And when you turn 18, when you turn 18, it's going to be time to replace those LED bulbs. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, longest wait step of all time. Okay, so, yeah, all right, credit. This is why this is a good idea for us, because we just ramble forever. All right, my bro, uh, who I think is hilarious, he wants nothing to do with me, and maybe you. Jason, also don't know race, how to say his last name. Race Slicker. Race Race Slicker. Very She's funny, very dude. Funny. Jason is the creator of Mops Memes. Well, Jason, he's awesome. Best. The word that he hates in marketing is simple. Nothing is simple. Nothing is simple. You know what the least simple thing is? The thing that someone's telling you is going to be simple. Can you just do this? The integration's really simple. You just do it with Zapier. Can you just send this email real quick? It should be a simple one. Yeah, you know, that's the real problem is the word just. Can you just do this real quick? Oh, I think that somebody, yes. Carrie actually responded, I knew someone in the advertising field that banned the mm-hmm. word just. It's just a simple data just, value change. It's just a quick just email a campaign. Little, it's just a simple program. Just a, just a quick. Yeah. No, nothing is just. Just a quick just podcast. <laughs> it's just a little PP work. Just a short PP work. We can there. subcontract through All another right. subcontracted agency because it's just a little extra PP work. No problem. Does someone ever gives you that idea? Wrong. Wrong. Until you're creating three times the BP work for 100 times more pain. Uh, But you know what? Sydney will continue to get a paycheck while I I don't. (laughs) While Lauren's in Israel for a month. My payday's coming. My payday's coming. All right. So um, my two friends, Anna Leary and Lauren Posendeck. Have used the word. Oh blast. god, I hate this. This is my least favorite marketing word. I hate it so much. I actually think this is a trigger word for me, because um, at one of my early jobs when I first used Marketo, my boss used to say email blast all the time. We're just gonna send a blast out to the whole database, and it was a database of like a million people. Like, well, it operated as like an agency anyway. It was like yeah, we're just gonna send a blast out to our whole database for this webinar. No one wants these shitty emails. <laughs> if you're calling it a blast, it is a shitty email. Just blast it out. Load it up. Just throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. Blast require blast implies a certain amount of force. Just, just 
just blast spaghetti all over the wall. <laughs> oh, there has been a lot since I originally said we should look over these. Pivot is a good yeah, one. Good uh, vanity metrics, attribution, lots of attribution. But you know what? That, you know, Gary, Gary is, does a lot of attribution. I don't, I like attribution. I don't like credit. Yeah. Attribution is fine. Credit is bad. All right. Uh, someone said not a word, but any acronym. Uh-huh. Good one. There are a lot of acronyms in maps. MQL, SQL, yeah. SAL, TAL, XYZ. Um, maps, hello. It's you not an said ac- it. Oh, it's an abbreviation. No, I guess it is an acronym. You're right. It is an acronym. Marketing off. We are a brief PV. PV and PP work. Those are acronyms. I love that's what I'm saying. I'm mm-hmm. an acronym PV. Okay, so everyone lists everyone lists words. Uh, except for Mike Rizzo. He says, I have an entire thing about why credit is not a bad word. Read the room, Mike. Come on, Rizzo. What's your word, bro? <laughs> What's your word? <laughs> we'll read your LinkedIn post later about the entire thing. I'm just having fun talking about Mike Rizzo. Actually, I think he's going to be on the podcast soon. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to be oh, on yeah. their podcast. Something about yeah, podcasts. Maybe. I think we'll just have to ask um, our um, coordinator about that. Our coordinator? Did we? If you would like to be our podcast coordinator, please email me at Lauren at Amico.com and we will get that set up for you, for me, for us. <laughs> Dear Fiverr, can that person clean out that guy's email inbox, um, do some PP work for us? Hey. All right. Oh, Courtney, Courtney, you know, uh, it said drip. 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 Yeah. Drip, drip's kind of like nasty to me. It's kind of like, you know, I don't mind the word moist, but I know many mm. people do. Drip. Drip, drip is, is that moist. for me. Mm-hmm. Drippy. Drippy I and don't moist. mind drip so much because I think that it means people actually understand what they're getting a little bit more. I think that the way Marketo does nurture is so confusing compared to the way that everyone else does nurture and demand gen marketers think about nurture the way that iterable does it and eloqua does it where you can have like this whole complicated flow chart yeah and marketo yeah. is a drip with some amount of customization i don't think it's a bad setup i just don't think it's how people think about it so when someone tells me drip at least i know that they know <laughs> what they're getting here they know what they're drip, what drip, they're talking drip. about yeah yeah I actually just recently had a clay workshop on building a nurture and I said like they were very used to using HubSpot which is similar and so I was like you can keep calling it drip and thinking of it that way and mapping it out this way but I just want you to know that when you see it in Marketo it will look nothing yeah. like this like it it, it it may not even operate exactly like this but if this is helpful for you 
But I do think people get a little bit too in the weeds with like, okay, let's wait mm, two yes. days. And they're and like, the, well, if they respond days, to this like, ad, really then I want that? them to wait three days and then get email one. Yeah. Except if they respond to this ad, I want them to wait four days and skip email one and get email two. Well, can we can build it this way. However, I think that maybe you are overcomplicating this and not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's just a simple drip. It's just Cindy. a simple drip. It's just a little extra pee-pee work. It's just a little extra moist emails. All right. We have to be we done. Cut ourselves off. <laughs> we're getting we're getting rambling. All right. See you on the Bye. next episode. Bye. Like and subscribe, share, tell everyone what...